This program is brought to you by Bible Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. The day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 was an amazing day in Bible and indeed world history. Jesus had told his apostles to go into Jerusalem and to wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit. That day the Holy Spirit alighted upon them in tongues of fire, and they began to speak in various languages. The purpose of the differing tongues was so that the people who were visiting from the surrounding nations could understand the message of Jesus that would be proclaimed to them. Hearing that message, many of them were pricked in their hearts. They asked the question, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. That day, three thousand souls were baptized for the remission of sins. What then? What did these new disciples of Christ do? Acts chapter 2 and verse 42 says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. At that time, it appears that they did not go back to their homes, but they stayed to learn more about the Lord and the new life they would be leading. Notice that they continued steadfastly. This means that they stayed together with a purpose. Notice that they stayed together in four areas. The Apostles' Doctrine and Fellowship and the Breaking of Bread and in Prayers. First, they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrines or teachings. We must realize that these teachings did not originate with the apostles, but with Jesus. Jesus said in John chapter 6 and verse 63, The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. When asked by Jesus if they would go away, Peter replied, saying, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. John chapter 6 and verses 68. Jesus later told them, Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 27. And that they did in Acts chapter 2. This is important for Christians today. We must continue in the Apostles' doctrine. If not, we will come to believe any teachings that come our way. That was the situation Christians in Ephesus were in danger of sliding into. Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 14 that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men, and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. The teachings of Jesus and the apostles are the basis of true Christian living and worship. Those in Berea were so serious about this. It is said that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Acts chapter 17 and verse 11. We will never be the Christian we ought to be until we take God's word seriously and apply it to our lives. Second, they continued steadfastly in fellowship. This implies that they formed themselves into a community of believers. 
Acts chapter 2 and verses 46 through 47 says, So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Fellowship is an essential part of church growth as well as personal growth. Without this fellowship, people are bound to fall into their old habits and mindsets. The Hebrew writer encouraged the faltering Christians unto whom he wrote, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. Fellowship is vital for Christians today as well. Christians need one another in their spiritual journey. Third, these new Christians remain steadfast in the breaking of bread. The phrase breaking of bread here is different from the breaking of bread in verse 46, which implies the eating of a meal. In verse 42, the breaking of bread refers to the Lord's Supper or communion. In verse 42, all the things mentioned are acts of worship. In the early church, the Lord's Supper was a central part of worship. For them, the Lord's Supper was a weekly occurrence. Acts chapter 20 and verse 7 says, Now on the first day of the week, whenever the disciples came together to break bread. Today, many do so every quarter or even less. If we desire to model ourselves after the Lord's church, we would be wise to go back to the example set in the Bible. The Lord's Supper reminds us of Jesus' sacrifice upon the cross for us, as well as the fact that we are now under a new covenant. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 through 26. No matter the trials and struggles of our week, the Lord wanted our minds to go back to the cross on the first day of the week. When we lose sight of the cross, we lose sight of everything. Finally, these new Christians continued steadfastly in prayer. From chapter to chapter in the book of Acts, we often see the followers of Christ gathering in prayer. We should never underestimate the importance of prayer. Though some may see long prayers as a hindrance to getting home early from services, the Christian should feel more at home in prayer than in any other place. If our hearts are on God and we want to be with God whenever we leave this world, why wouldn't we want to be in His presence in prayer? It is in prayer that we enter the very throne room of God to lay our petitions before Him. It was the apostles themselves who said, following the dispute with the Grecian widows, that they would give the charge to those chosen these words, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. Acts chapter 6 and verse 4. We should never again underestimate the importance of prayer. When we look at the church of today, does it resemble the church of our Lord in Acts chapter 2? If not, why not? Is it man we seek to please, or is it God? 
We will truly be blessed if we go back and model ourselves after the Lord's church. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will, and I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.